Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode. We are going to talk about the go-giver, redefining through success through value and service. Uh, I am really excited to share with you the go-giver. And if you've not ever read, there's a whole series of it. I am just talking about the very first one, the go-giver. This is the, uh, the copy that I have. And recently, as in last month, in the month of September, uh, through Clarity Confidence Connection, which is another business that I have, we have an incredible Facebook group. And we decided to do a Facebook, a five-day challenge on the concept from The Go-Giver. And so if you've not read this series, there's a whole bunch. It is an absolutely fantastic series, and it's great to do that mindset shift And if you've been on the show before, you know how much I love to kind of look at these paradigms that we carry and have you just change the way that you show up, change the way that you look at things. When we do that, things uh, things change. When we change the way that we look at things, the outcome is so much different. And so The Go-Giver is one of these books that I think that we could study over and over and over again. Notice how I didn't say read. So, I mean, absolutely, you could read it. Uh, but it's really about studying. It's about taking a look and, and taking the information in and asking yourself, how can I apply this? How can I integrate this? And how can I embody it? And so, let me just talk a little bit about The Go Giver, the book itself. It is the first in a two part, in a, in a, uh, today is the first in a two part series. There's a lot more than just two of The Go Givers. And we're going to delve uh, deep into understanding this so that we can move into application and integration. And so we're going to talk about the law of value today, which is unpacking the notion that our true worth is about more than just monetary transactions. We're also going to talk about the law of discovering the law of compensation, pardon me, discovering the direct relationship between the depth of our service and the breadth of our success. And we're also going to talk about different um, real life examples and samples of how you can take this information and maybe even challenge yourself to look at showing up in your life differently, in your business or in your profession with this particular mindset. I'm really excited to have you here. If you have not joined me before, welcome. My name is Ranshaw Van Bryce. And the show here is Ignite Your Success with Ranshaw. We're on every single week at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, which would be, let me see, 4 p.m. Central and 2 p.m. Pacific. And I would absolutely love for you at any point in time to join me here live, because this is live, this is not pre-recorded, live in the studio with me, hang out, ask questions, because I love having to answer questions. Here's a little bit about me that you might not know, just in case you have not uh, heard from me or about me. And I believe that we have a universe 
universe design business plan that's uniquely tailored for us. And what I've noticed a lot with conscious entrepreneurs is we, and I'm going to put myself in that category because this was my experience as well, that we really, really struggle with the concept, not the concept of success, but success in itself. And why is that? Because we believe that we have to work hard. We believe that money is uh, money is hard to make. We believe that marketing is hard. Uh, we believe that sales is hard. And we come with a set of paradigms, a set of values, and a set of beliefs that really, really influence the way that we show up. And if you believe, for example, that selling is hard or that you don't want to be too salesy or that salespeople suck, then when you show up in your profession or show up in your business, why would you want to embody sales? Right? It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? So how we how we approach our, our business, how we approach our life does uh, is hugely impacted by our thoughts, right? our feelings, our beliefs, whether they're empowering or they're limiting beliefs. One of the things that I love to do is I love to bring a potent combination of both science and spirituality. I recently, and I say recently because it's kind of a cool thing for me, received my bachelor's um, degree uh, in metaphysics. So I am a reverend of metaphysics and I, I've got to bring my love of spirituality and along with, uh, with the science. And so my shows usually are around both of those. So enough about me. Let's dive into the go-giver. Here's what I want to share with you. The reason why I thought this would be such a great book to, to share is that I tend to come from a space and place of how can I offer more? Um, some people don't like the word to be of service because there is, for some, there is an energetic connection to, to slavery, being of, of servitude. And so if you don't like the word service, then replace it with a different word. But really the concept is how can I approach life? How can we approach life? How can we approach our business with rather than this attitude of the whiffim, what's in it for me or the go-getter, right? The, the go-getter energy. I believe that we need a balance of both divine masculine and divine feminine energy. The divine masculine energy is a penetrating energy, right? It's the achievement oriented, the go-getter, let's work hard, let's conquer, uh, let's take action. And we need all of that. And the feminine energy is all about creation and manifestation. Even think about the female and male anatomy, right? One's a penetration, one's a receiving. We need both. We need both the creation. We need both the imagination piece. And we need also like, we need to take action. I believe that taking inspired action is different than just taking action. So that from the go-giver perspective, when we look at this and we, we uh, analyze it, there'll be a point of that we're talking about the analyzing it. When we look to the application of and the integration and embodiment, you're going to notice this, this divine masculine and feminine balance between these two energies. Now, what's awesome is it's, uh, it's uh, written in a parable. So it's short and sweet, and it talks about having five success principles. And he talks about uh, he being the, the author uh, in the form of the, uh, the main character is Joe. So Joe's, Joe visits somebody called Pindar. Pindar is going to teach him these five stratospheric laws of success. So let's start with the, the laws. So 
The first law is called the law of value. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. So I'm going to say that again. I want you to feel the energy of this. The law of value. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Next, we have the law of compensation. Your income is determined by how many people you serve. Again, if you don't like that word, change it. And how well you serve them. We have the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Then next, we have the law of authenticity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. And finally, the law of receptivity, which is the key to effective giving, is to stay open to receiving. Now, each one of these laws uh, can be found also in one of my other favorite books that I love and I teach from, which is Raymond Hollowell's uh, Universal Laws. The, and I think it's like the 11 spiritual truths. And so this particular, these laws have been taken from that. Those have, uh, the 11 spiritual truths have been actually taken from other texts as well. Why I'm sharing this with you is it's not necessarily new information. But what I'm asking you to do is to receive the new the, the information in a new way. So let me say that again. I'm going to ask you to receive this information in a new way. If you approach life with, oh, I already know that, then you're closing yourself off to the, to the universal law of receptivity. <laughs> you're closing yourself off to receiving the gift of hearing something new or feeling something new or sensing something new, or how even seeing something new. So I'm going to ask you today to just be really, really open to the concepts that we're going to talk about in a new way. So rather than coming from, oh, yeah, I've heard about this, or yeah, I, I, I understand that, or I know that, those two words can actually be a detriment to you. You may know it, and you may understand it, but are you living it? Are you living it? Years ago, I had one of my mentors, uh, we were talking, and we we're actually talking about the universal laws. And I said to him, we're talking about the law of attraction. I'm like, yeah, 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 I know that. And I, and it was, I, I yeah, yeah, him. And he said, don't, don't yeah, yeah me. If you know this law, he says, you might know it. You might be able to recite it, but you're not embodying it. You're not living it. You don't have the wisdom from it. I was a little shocked, <laughs> Right a little PO'd, a lot taken back. But I realized um, he was correct, that I could recite the law of attraction, but I wasn't really seeing, mm, I wasn't seeing what I thought were the benefits. I was living it, meaning I was actually receiving what I was putting out there. And what I was receiving back to me was a bunch of muck and mire. And so what I was talking was the law of attraction doesn't work. And he was like, uh, yeah, it does. Look at you're attracting everything that you've put out to the universe. You're attracting. And I was like, yeah, but my life is a pile of shit. And he's like, mm, right. And uh, what do you mean? And he's like, because he says you're, you are, you're living it. You're living the law of attraction. He said, it's just that you don't like the outcome. So if you don't like the outcome, you need to change what you're inputting. Right. So this is the same with a go-giver. When we think, yeah, the law of value makes sense. 
your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. You know, years ago, when I started, um, my first coaching business was online. It was 2011. And I became really aware of online marketing at that time. I mean, now it's just a given, but it was it, like, it was fairly new. Facebook was just out, right? And so that concept was fairly new. And when I was t- in my, all of the trainings that I took, they talked about this law called the law of reciprocity, which is different than what we're talking about today. Just kind of uh, go along the ride with me. It's called the law of reciprocity. And at that time, it was like, if you give something to somebody, like an ebook, right? So, so, and that's what they said, an ebook. In return, you will receive their name and email address. Because you gave somebody something, they will feel obligated to receive um, and to, uh, uh, pardon me, they will feel obligated to reciprocate that, obligated to give you their email address, obligated to uh, to read your emails. Now that has changed drastically nowadays because we are over inundated by information, right? Because we're over inundated by information, that particular law when it comes to marketing may or may not apply. What we can do is we can take this concept though of Let's say you're creating something online and you're wanting to gather email addresses, building a list. And so you decide that your lead, your lead magnet, an ebook, I'm just going to use an ebook as an example, or a quiz or a workbook, whatever that is. And you um, are giving it out for free because that's typically what happens. Now, This is really important when it comes to your law of value. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. So where the hiccup is, in my humble opinion right now, in this world of online marketing, you are giving something away for free because that's what we're told that we need to do. And you need to offer much more than you give in value than you take in payment. So the underlying problem, challenge that's going on in this world of online marketing is you're giving something for free. That's not the problem, but a lot of the content that people are giving away is worth free. It's worth zero. So this concept, if you take this in the, in the, in the, in the context of building your business, using your online marketing skills, The context is give more in value than free. Now you would think, well, damn, that's pretty easy because it's free. However, the challenge is that there are people are over inundated by information. So your free thing, the, the value that you need to provide needs to take into consideration the time that people are going to take to read this free thing. What's the outcome? Are you giving them, are you just telling them uh, what to do, but not how to do? And then they have to go the next level, which is buy something. Are you only using this lead gen strictly to get people into a marketing funnel? Because that's bullshit now. 
we're in a place and space where we as consumers, we know we're entering a marketing funnel. How about you? When you enter into a funnel, do you think, woohoo, I'm in another marketing funnel. I'm so damn excited. No, lots of people have the whiff and what's in it for me. I'm going to get in, I'm going to get the information and then I'm going to jet out. I might not even uh, read another email. So if we just, if we just look at this concept of this particular law of success and applied it to this one thing, just this one thing, what could you offer to, to people in exchange for their name and email address that would be really good value that would move them forward in their life and business. And I believe if you start doing that, the difference that will happen for you will be epic. It will be epic because that one thing alone will have you stand out more than anybody else in your, uh, in, in your competitive industry. All right, we're going to hop on to a break. Uh, Thank you so much for joining. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. And today, uh, we're on the show, Ignite Your Success. Thanks. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So we were talking about the first stratospheric success law, the law of value. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. And I shared a concept around the online marketing world and some of the things that we're caught up in right now and how we're really devaluing uh, what we're doing. And, you know, what happens in, the, in this devaluation, um, you know, we think, well, it's free. And so I just have to, like, do this thing in order to get an email address. And really what we want to do is move away from that concept of getting anything. And we want to offer as much value as we can. And being really honored that in exchange for that, we have the opportunity to, to build relationship and build connection. 
Now, I want to also share with you part of the parable, just in case you've not read this. Um, and I'm going to do this kind of throughout the next couple of weeks so that we can get through uh, all, all of the laws. So uh, here's how it starts. So the go-getter is the first chapter. If there was anyone at the at the Claassen Hill Trust Corporation who was a go-getter, it was Joe. He worked hard, worked fast, and was headed for the top. At least that was the plan. Joe was an ambitious young man aiming for the stars. Still, sometimes it felt as if the harder and faster he worked, the further away his goals appeared. For such a dedicated go-getter, it seemed like he was doing a lot of going, but not a lot of getting. Work being as busy as it was, though, Joe didn't have much time to think about that, especially on a day like today, a Friday with only a week left in the quarter and a critical deadline to meet, a deadline he couldn't afford not to meet. I love how this starts because I believe this is most professional and entrepreneurs experience. They feel like they're missing out on something they have to go get, they have to earn stuff, they've got to go hunt down clients, find the money, find the revenue, marketing's not working, sales aren't working, and they come with this concept of they're missing something and they have to chase it. And when we have that energy, we have that chase energy in our businesses, we get more, of course, of what we don't want, want, pardon me, because what we resists also persists. So, so this, this whole idea, this whole beginning of this parable is so captivating because I am sure like me, you can relate to this story where there was a time when you're like, oh my goodness, I'm not sure how I'm going to make payroll, or I'm not sure how I'm going to pay my mortgage or my rent or my power or my phone, or I want to hire a coach and I'm not sure how I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Because money is an essential part of what we do right now, right? In commerce, money is an essential part. So there's this, this whole concept of we don't have something. And in order for us to get something, we have to have this go-getter energy. And so the parable goes on to, and it says, today in the waning hours of the afternoon, Joe decided it was time to call in a favor. So he placed a phone call, but the conversation wasn't going well. He says, oh, Carl, tell me you're not, uh, you're not telling me this. Joe took a breath to keep the desperation out of his voice. Anybody ever been on a desperate sales call? Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. And it's what, and it's something that says, Neil Hansen, who the heck is Neil Hansen? Well, I don't care what he's offering. We can meet those specs. Wait, come on, Carl, you owe me one. Right. Do you ever feel that when you've done something for someone and you have an expectation that that you that they owe you something? So you go into the energy of a sales call with fear, frustration, feeling like you're not enough, feeling like you got to get this done. If you don't get this done, you're not going to meet your quota. You're not going to meet your deadline. That energy of not enough will totally affect what you're doing. Right. What it will totally affect what you're doing. This is such an important part of our story, right? Because I think everyone can relate to being in a phone call of some sort or having a conversation and feeling like you're desperate. This energy and the, and the go-getter energy really is what one of desperation, especially right now, especially right now, right? So continuing con uh, in, in, this, in this story, in this parable, Joe starts talking about how he's going to miss out on this sale. 
And if he, if he misses out on this sale, he's going to end up not meeting his quota. And if he doesn't meet his quota, then he's not going to, he's not going to get the promotion. And if he doesn't get the promotion for him, there's a serious consequence. Have you ever done that yourself where you, you, you go down the rabbit hole of what happens if, and you think about all the negative possibilities of what could happen, right? I don't think I'm alone in, because I've done that many, many times in my past and sometimes still even now. But rather than going down that rabbit hole, as we start to learn how our mindset affects our future, our present day and our future, we can, we can start creating and imagining something different. Now, this show isn't about that, but I, it's really important that I mention this because your mindset, how you look at things really has such a key um, influence on your outcome. And part of what's fascinating about this parable is you can watch Joe's mindset. So there's no, tr there's no tricks or tips, right, uh, or anything like that in what Joe's learning, but he's learning to look at things differently. He's learning to change his mindset. And it's so, um, it's such a simple concept. It takes practice, but the concept itself is simple, right? Um, so it, continue on this parable. So, uh, Joe has a coworker, right? Uh, the coworker's name is Gus. Gus has been there for a long time. He's got a big office, super successful. But Joe is judging Gus and looks at you know, like, what the heck does he do all day? I don't see him like, I don't see him like go get and I don't see him like hustling and all of that. And so I'll continue with the parable. As Joe headed back to his desk, he wondered how Gus had managed to survive this long at, at uh, Clayson Hill Trust. He never saw him do uh, any actual work. Yet Gus had an enclosed office while Joe... Melanie, and a dozen others shared the open space of the seventh floor. Some said Gus had gotten his office because of seniority. Others said he earned it on merit. According to office rumors, it had been years since Gus had sold a single account, and management kept him on purely out of loyalty. There were also whispers about Gus that went to the other extreme, that he had been super successful in his younger days and was now as an independently wealthy eccentric who stashed his millions away in mattresses while living a pensioner's life. Joe didn't believe the rumors. He was pretty sure Gus uh, brought in some accounts, but it was hard to picture him as a sales superstar. Gus dressed like a high school English teacher and reminded Joe more of a retired country doctor than of an active businessman. With his relaxed, easy manner, his long rambling phone conversations with potential clients, conversations that seemed to touch on everything but business, and his erratic extended vacations, Gus seemed a, like a relic of times long past, hardly a go-getter. Why am I sharing this with you? Because it speaks to something even deeper than the stratospheric law of success, which is Joe is making a lot of assumptions. He's making a lot of decisions. He has a lot of opinions, right, of people, places, and things. Joe has a set of values, a set of paradigms that he's living by. And in his, in his world, in his narrow scope, his narrow view, he's making a decision about Gus 
based on what he even thinks is evidence. Now, here's what's interesting about a belief. A belief is simply a thought, a decision was made, and then evidence is provided. And sometimes that evidence is false evidence, like rumors, right? Or like things that are passed on in our family. So now all of a sudden, Joe has a belief about Gus, a, a belief about what success is, a belief that you have to work hard. You got to go get, right? You got to hunt. And so those beliefs are affecting the decision, the decisions uh, that, that Joe is making. And he's basing his entire um, sales process, his entire sales system, the foundation of his business practices on this belief. But what if the belief was incorrect? What if rather than hunting and chasing, what if there was a, a, a new way, a different way to look at things? What if it wasn't about what can I get from this client? How can I, wait, how can I get more? How can I offer? Hmm. Years ago, I had someone important in my life say, you know what the problem is with consulting and, and coaching? And I said, what's that? His name is Bill. And he said, here's the thing, Ranchal. He says, most coaches and consultants think to themselves, maybe even at an unconscious level, how can I ask for the most money? How can I charge what I'm worth and deliver something uh, um, with the least amount of work? So how can I charge an extreme amount of money and do very little work? And that is the from the energy of lack. That is certainly not related to this stratospheric law of success, right? And this particular law, which I will share once again with you, is the law of value. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Now, this can be dangerous for my overgivers and my people pleasers. And I understand that. So part of the work that, that will be required of you is to live this law to integrate it, to embody it, and also understand what your boundaries are. The two are not related, but I know from my overgivers, they are. But I, I want to tell you truthfully, they're not related at all, right? But I can hear you. I can sense you're like, oh, I can't do that. Blah, 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 right? And I just want you to like, calm, cool your jets, right? Because when you, when you, really look at this and you really embody it, it's not about overgiving. That's not what we're saying at all. Not at all. All right, we're going to go to our next commercial break. Thank you so much for joining me here. This is so much fun. I love teaching. My name is Ranchal Van Bryce. We're here on Inspired Choices Network, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchel Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? 
Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. You should absolutely come here so we can hang out and dance. <laughs> Notice I don't even know that I'm dancing. And then I'll look at the replay. I'm like, oh, I was dancing again. All right. So continuing on this incredible parable with the go-giver. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background here. So the concept is, is uh, Joe goes to Gus. Gus says, I'm going to introduce you to a guy, um, a connector kind of sorts. Uh, he's going to help you create this success that you're craving, this success that you're chasing. Joe goes to this gentleman's place. His name is Pindar. Um, he's greeted at the door by a woman. Her name is Rachel. And she brings him this uh, Rachel's famous coffee. These are all important points. So it's just like, so just kind of like take it. So uh, Gus introduces Joe to Pindar. Joe goes to Pindar's place. Rachel's there, greets him at the door. She's known for her famous coffee. He uh, Joe goes to sit down with Pindar. And so Here's a, so I'm kind of starting in the middle of the story, right? Pindar says to Joe, actually, Joe, in the brief time we have this morning, I want to begin from someplace. You and I are coming from two different directions when it comes to wealth creation. If we're going to take this walk together, we need to start by facing the same direction. If you notice when I said um, I was to share her coffee, what you said was make a killing, right? Do you see the difference? Joe wasn't sure if he did or not, but he cleared his throat and said, I think so. Pender smiled. Please don't misunderstand me. There's nothing wrong with making money. Lots of it. In fact, it's just not a goal that will make you successful. Reading the bewilderment on Joe's face, he nodded and put his hand up to signal that he would explain. You want to understand success, yes? Joe nodded. All right, I'm going to take uh, share my trade secret with you now. Pinder leaned forward and and bit softly, uh, leaned forward a bit, pardon me, and softly spoke one word, giving. Joe waited for more, but apparently that was it. I beg your pardon? Pinder smiled. Giving. Giving? Joe repeated. That's the secret to your success. Your trade secret is giving. Indeed, said Pinder. Joe's kind of stumbling along. Uh, well, uh, Pinder says, that's too simple. Even if it were true, which it can't possibly be, that's what you're thinking, right? And Joe, of course, like, uh, yeah, because it's going to be way more complicated than giving. Pinder says, you see, the majority of people operate with a mindset that says to the fireplace, first, give me some heat, then I'll, I'll throw on some logs. Or says to the bank, give me interest on my money, and then I'll make a deposit. And of course, it just doesn't work that way. 
Joe frowned, right? I love these examples. You see, you can't go in two directions at once. Trying to be successful with making money as your goal is like trying to travel a superhighway at 70 miles an hour with your eyes glued to the rear view mirror. Joe felt as if his brain were going 70 on the highway. Okay. So you're saying successful people keep their focus on what they're giving, sharing, or whatever. Pinder nods. And that's what creates their success. Exactly. Exactly, cried Pinder. Now we're facing the same direction. This one thing is so very, very important. Um, something that you may or may not know about me is that every day at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, I have, have uh, been sharing a divinely inspired message with a group of women. I've been doing it for over three years. And the um, after I uh, did the challenge, I was shown on so many levels the importance of, yes, uh, it's important that we love the energy of money. And it is, we want to build a relationship with our businesses that we love. Money is a part of that. But if we're building a business to make money, we are always going to struggle because it's not the business that makes money. That's the lie. That's the illusion that you bought into. We have access to something called the universal law of supply. And basically what that means is you have access at any point in time, everything and anything that you need. Money doesn't come from people, right? You don't make money. Money is an energy and it's created and manifested through your relationship with your divine source energy and the relationship with your business. And each holds an energy. Your energy holds a business. And the more and more that you try to make money, the farther and farther and farther away you're going to be. What is so important is that you tap into what your business wants to create. Money will be an effect. It's not meant to be the cause. So I'll say that again. Money will be an effect. It is not meant to be the cause. Money doesn't, money doesn't, doesn't um, create happiness. We're happy, right? The effect, right, is, is money. It's not the cause. We have it backwards. As a human species, we've got it all mixed up. We believe that if I do this course or I, or I have this coaching practice, that's going to make me money. And, what, what, um, and, and, and more than just in this book, the idea, the concept, the theory, it's an actual law, is that share your purpose and share your passion with the world. Give more than what you receive in payment. And the outcome for you will be an influx of people who are searching for you because what you seek is also seeking you. And the more that you do things for money, the further and further and further behind you will get, right? There might be a temporary influx of cash flow and it's temporary. And that's the scariest thing ever because we think, oh, I got it, right? I'm working hard. I'm doing all these things. I've got the course. I've got this. I've got the one-to-one coaching. I've got the course. No, it's about being passionate. It's about doing the things that you love to do, sharing your purpose, sharing whatever that happens to be. That might be making the best donuts. That might be raising children. That I don't know what it is. Only you know that. So it's not about having just the correct strategy or just the correct foundation. It's really about tapping into the essence 
of who you are and what you're meant to share with the world. And when you tap into that and you come from the space and place, which is I'm going to give more than what I receive in payment. And so this really became apparent to me um, as I have been guided to share my morning call with more than just the group of people that, that are currently on it, more than just with my clients. And up until now, it's been a very small um, amount of people that have been coming on board. If you feel connected at any and, and checking in, if this resonates with you. If you would like to have a daily inspired message delivered to you through me, I'm not giving you the message. The message is divinely channeled um, uh, for you. If you want more information on that, you just need to connect with me. I'm easy to find on social media at Ranchelle. Pretty much will find me most everywhere at Ranchelle, R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L-E. Or you can email me at rvb at Ignite Your Success. R-V-B, R for Ranchelle, V-B for Van Bryce at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Not a .com, I'm a .ca kind of girl. And so connect with me because I'd love for you to share with you some of the clips that we've been doing and some of the messages that have been coming through. Because this message of stop working for money, stop building a business for money. Money will come. But if you keep on doing this for money, that will not be of service to you. And in fact, you're going to just find yourself deeper and deeper and deeper and more and more stressed out. So let's go back to, to, to this information, right? So successful people keep their focus on what they're giving, sharing, and that's what creates success. And Pindar says, exactly. Now we're facing the same direction. Joe comes back because he has a concern, of course, that people will take advantage of him. I, you probably some of you are feeling that. I'm going to overgive. And what if I don't get any money from it? And I've done that in the past, right? I've given free coaching and I didn't get anything from it. Well, why did you give the free coaching? Did you give the free coaching to get something? Or did you give the free coaching because you knew someone needed a hand up and you weren't, you weren't asking for anything? One of the biggest challenges we have in my industry is that we do these, but people call it, we're going to do a discovery call, right? A discovery call is code for a sales call. And, you know, do a sales call. Sales are a necessary part of business, right? It's essential that we have these those, those sales calls, but don't pretend that you're offering coaching or consulting when it's code for a sales call. That's icky, right? That's that's out of it's not out of integrity because it might not be out of integrity for you, but it just the energy behind it is kind of gross, right? Be tr completely transparent. Let's have a call. Oh, by the way, right? Um, I'm a coach, and you can hire me. Right? It can be that simple. We don't need to use any ninja tricks. My industry, I mean, I know the psychology of selling. I know the psychology behind marketing. And that's one of the things that I'd love to change is like, why do I have to, why do I have to be all snarky about snarly about it? And just, why don't I just say, hey, it looks like you have a problem. I happen to have a solution. Can we talk about that? I mean, how hard, does it, why are we making it so damn difficult, right? So in answer to Joe's concern, Pindar says to him, you often don't get what you want, but you get what you expect. You often don't get what you want, but you get what you expect. So this is really important, right? So if you feel like this, uh, by doing this, you're going to get taken advantage of, you will. 
If you feel that by giving more value is a waste of your time, it is. This is, again, how important your mindset is. It's so important that you come from this place, um, from the mindset of of switching, of what what is your intention? What are you wanting to receive? Even the language, it's important to change the language, right? This is what I'm going to get, or this is what I want to receive. And moving into this, right, receptive energy which is one of the laws. So basically what Pindar shares with Joe is what you focus on is what you get. So if you want to be able to share your passion, be of service, again, use a different language if you, if you don't want to be of service, right? And you're, you have an expectation that you're there to guide people, you're there to share a message and you have an expectation that that a portion of it or all of it, I don't know what your expectation would, will will pan out the way it's meant to. Now, that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean it has to be money, but everything happens for us and nothing happens to us. So we can just really move into this idea, this concept of this first law of success, but also what you focus on, right, is what you get. And so what are you focusing on when you create a marketing funnel? What are you focusing on when you have a sales conversation, right? What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the energy of, I have to get this so that I can like pay my bills? Are you focusing on how can I serve this person so that they can feel really good and solid and they can make a decision that works best for them? This isn't even about overcoming objections. Like truly, it's this is the spirit of, I have information. Wouldn't you like to be part of what I have? Come and hang out with me, right? Wouldn't you like to have a divinely inspired message? There's no sales pitch. That's an invitation, right? That's an invitation. How can you invite people, right, into your life, into relationship with you, into your quantum field, into your auric field? I mean, there's a whole bunch of different words, right? And what would that look like for you if you did that? How would your life change if you if you stop thinking about what can you get from people? Because how do you feel when people are trying to get things from you? It feels gross, it, it, right? It, it absolutely does. All right. Already, it's time for our next break. Thanks so much, everyone, for hanging out with me. You know, if you've been here a little while, you know my name is Ranchel. And the show is uh, Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. And we are on the amazing channel of Inspired Choices Network. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. 
welcome back, everyone. So first of all, I want to acknowledge that we've only done one law. I underestimated how much I had to say. I'm sure the people that are producing are starting to laugh because anyone who knows me knows I have a lot to say. I should have known that I wasn't necessarily going to get through two or three laws. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about this law of value, and then we're going to talk about next week's show. And I'm anticipating that this is going to extend into another week after that so I can tie it all together because I don't really want to rush. I really have. There's so much much that's wanting to be shared with you. So again, this law is your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. And so when you're about to do something, sell something or, or prepare something, a new course, a new console, I mean, just in your business, whatever your business or profession is, and you're, and you're wanting to create, um, something to ask yourself is the first question, does it serve? Again, if you don't like that word, you really need to find your own word, right? Does it serve? Um, for me, I would say, does this go, is this part of my purpose, right? I'm very clear on what my purpose is. My purpose is to help entrepreneurs and professionals take a look at what's causing their pain, the values, the paradigms, the beliefs, what's going on, and to turn that pain into both peace and prosperity, right? So when I'm doing something, that's the first thing I ask myself, will will it add this value to others? Will it help people move pain into prosperity or move their pain into peace? Will it help build their relationship with themselves? Will it help with their self-confidence, their self-esteem? Will it help them let go of imposter syndrome, right? Those are all the ways that I can serve my community. So does it add value? If the answer is yes, then you can go on, then you can go ahead and ask, does it make money, right? So it's not about the money first. It's about this, this part of it. So Joe's response to this, because this is in the book, in other words, said Joe, exceed people's expectations and they'll pay you even more. Tinder says, actually, this is another character, Ernesto, sorry. That's one way to look at it. But the point isn't to have them pay you more. It's to give them more. You give, you give, you give. And why? Because you love it. It's not a strategy. It's a way of life. So, In this last minutes while we're together, really tap into the difference between this could be a way of life for you or this could be a strategy. And it has a different energy, right? It really really does. One thing that I have been in awareness of, um, I'm living part-time in Edmonton, Alberta with my parents and I live and I have a home in Red Deer and I'm going back and forth. And one of the things that came to my awareness recently was I've not ever really asked myself in most situations, how can I make blank life's easier? How can I make this person's life easier? That's it's attached to how can I add value? And so on an, in a natural way, I show up by adding value, but I do not naturally show up in a way to, to uh, make someone's life easier. And it's a connected energy. But if I come from this space of how can I add more value to my clients? How can I add more value to my community? The answers become really, really clear, really concise. And when we have clarity, we can take action. And what's really cool is that when we have the clarity, 
the action to take becomes also really clear. So it's not like, well, you could do this, or you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. That's possibility. And in order to move from possibility into probability, in order to move possibility into inspired action, clarity is required. And the, we receive clarity, right? We receive clarity by asking different questions. We receive clarity by moving out of our brain pan, out of our head, and moving into and, and speaking to our intuition, speaking to our, the divine source energy, our divine connection. When we do that, and we ask these questions like, does this add more value? Am I using this as a strategy or am I using this as a way of life? You, the things that will come to you, the, the ideas, the creations will be so much different than how you've created in the past. Because I would say the majority of people who, who have been creating have been creating from a space and place of their brain, which is I have a business, I want to make money, I'm going to create this thing so people can pay me. And so really what you're doing is you're creating the thing so you get paid. So let's just be real. Nothing wrong with that. But what we're talking about showing up differently, showing up, how can I support people? How can I add more value? How can I make my clients' lives easier? Right? What would be a game changer for the people that I'm connected to? And how can I deliver that? When you come from that space, it is so... Um, so much different. It feels so much different than coming from the space of I'm creating this course because I'm smart. I can do this. It's marketing. It's psychology. You know, it's brain science. It's this, it's that. And then I'm going to go and sell a whole bunch. And then I'm going to change people's lives. See the difference? I'm going to sell a whole bunch and then people's lives change. That is a backwards way of doing it. It's a backwards way. The correct, and I'm not saying right or wrong. There's a correct way. The energy will feel different if you go, how can I serve people? What does that look like, right? All right, next week's show, we're going to continue in our go-giver. Um, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to take what the information that we've talked about and think about how can you apply it? How can you uh, apply it this week? How can you move into integration? And then eventually, how can you embody it? And so for the next, we'll say next week, probably the week after, we're going to be in our Go-Giver book. We're going to really talk about what you can do differently, how you can show up, the mindset shift that will be required for you to live your epic life. Because isn't that why we're really in business and having our professions? It's not really to make money, really and truly. I mean, money is the outcome. But really what we're looking for is the freedom right? We're looking for that liberation. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.